This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna. And special thank you to Sphere Rocket VA, our podcast sponsors, for making another episode possible. Today, we have the pleasure of talking to Javier. Welcome. Thank you, Jenna, for having me over. appreciate it. I wish it could be Nashville over there, but um, I'm, I'm stuck in Houston, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fun to do a spinoff in Nashville. I, I hear you're out here often, so next time you are, you'll have to hit me up and we'll do a live episode. Oh, I would love to. I would <laughs> love to. I'll be in Tennessee, as I said, sometime uh after the 4th of July, so I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah please do. Please Actually, we're spending about three, four days in Nashville also, so. Oh, then yeah. yes, I'd love to be your personal tour guide. I love this city. I'm its ambassador. We could do, we could make a whole vlog if you wanted to. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to use this recording as a, as a way to force you to do that. <laughs> Hold it against me. Use, take yeah, it exactly. my word. Right, <laughs> Well, uh, Javier, let's get to know you a little bit. Where are you from? What's your story? How did you find yourself a real estate agent? You know, well, uh, I'm, I am, I'm, how, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I always say that on this business, I, don't, I haven't met someone who can tell me that, hey, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a real estate agent. That's bullshit. That's not, that doesn't happen. You know, all of us are on this, we landed on this business because we failed somewhere else. And that's a fact, right? And, uh, you know, I, I worked my butt off to do, to survive. You know, back um, in the early 90s, I was, you know, I was born and raised down south, you know, down south Texas, right? But, um, in the early 90s, when I came to Houston, I came to Houston in the early 90s, but I did what I could. I bought tables. I waited tables. I delivered flowers for a day, and I was fired the same day because I didn't know the city. Um, you name it, I've done everything. At one point, I was living on my in my car, in my truck. I have and I, I will say that I was homeless because I have no place to live, and, uh, and I know I needed to do something different. And I didn't know what that was. And, um, you know, I went back to school, end up uh, working in the same place where I used to wait tables. I ended up working in the, in the accounting department. And uh, so I did, in that place, I did pretty much everything. It was a country club. Uh, and, um, you know, getting, getting that education kind of got me into, you know, having a desk job, but I wasn't happy. It wasn't for me. I just, um, I am claustrophobic and having four walls containing me, I just didn't feel that it was the right place for me. I just knew that I needed something else, but I didn't know what, what that was. And uh, real estate, actually it was my wife, the one that was taking her real estate classes when she finally said, I think you'll do better at it. And um, we were dating back then. So I took the leap of faith 
and uh, two decades later, I'm still still here, and I love it. I, it is the best thing that ever happened to me. I it changed my life for the better, and I'm able also to change other people's lives. Not not clients, but other agents that through the years have been able to guide and make them successful. So yeah, that's my long story short. That's incredible. Javier, how did you come across EXP as your brokerage? Oh my goodness. I'll tell you, <clears throat> uh, Jimmy Franklin and Andrew Franklin, um, I spent almost 20 years under the Remax umbrella. And um, in 2017, I wanted to put a team together, which, um, you know, one thing led to the next. My former broker loved her to death, but didn't give us the opportunity that we wanted to do under the Remax umbrella. And I decided to open up my own brokerage. And I did in um, January, 2018. And uh, by the end, by the fall of 2018, Jimmy Franklin and Andrew Franklin came to my office and uh, they planted that seed of the ESP seed in my head. And I, uh, but I knew then I knew that I knew that I wasn't going to go to EXP because I had, I have just opened up a brokerage and I had what, 20, 30 agents already with me. And I said, no, this is what I want to do. But, uh, but then they left this paperwork that um, I kept reading and reading and I did my own due diligence and I said, that's what I want. So in um, summer, June, 2019, but, well, let me just go back. Back in October 2019, I ended up buying um, uh, stocks from EXP. I was still own. I still own my own company, but I went and bought stocks. I said, "Man, that's what I. That's what I want." Anyway, to, uh, June 2019, I left my firm, sold it to my uh, partners. They kept. They kept the firm, and I went on my own. June 2019, my license was still in the transfer stage. And I flew to Orlando to the convention, and uh, and that was it. It was, you know, it was one of the things that I ESP gave me the opportunity to do the things that I wanted to do as an agent, and also with my team. And uh, you know, I just wish I would have done this earlier. That was that's how it ended up. You know, Andrew Franklin and Jimmy Franklin they just came in my office and put that seat on my head. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a tough, it's a tough transition and there's a lot of, you know, risk involved with it, but with great risk comes great reward. And Javier, now that you're over here, you love it. You've got some great relationships here. You know, what keeps you at eXp? We've got stock options, ref share, collaboration, but what makes you say, I'm never leaving this place? You know, you, I, in my Facebook page, I, uh, I think it was Curtis Johnson that shared Curtis or somebody, I don't want to say Curtis Johnson because I stole it from him, a little um, sign that says, I am recruitable, right? And that's what I have on my Facebook page. And um, and you should never say never because you say, right, never leave ESP. My goal is to never leave ESP because there's a lot of, not only about the uh, things that they offer like stocks and revenue share, which, you know, I'm lucky to have both of them. But uh, um, I think that the, the fact that I can expand nationwide 
without having to switch brokerage is, is a huge plus. You know, at Remax, I can only do business within that office. And if I wanted to use the Remax office on the next zip code, I wasn't even allowed to get there. You know, so I was limited of the things that I wanted to do. And I, mean, I don't want to say just Remax, but that's how it works with every brokerage. Is they're independently owned and operated. Mm-hmm. So here, I mean, I, 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 my goal is to, as I mentioned earlier, we're looking into buy a second home in, in, in a different state in Tennessee. And if I can start my team over there, it, it, ESP gives me the opportunity to do that. So, uh, I mean, it is something that if any agent out there are trying to really expand, ESP has the best way to expand than any other brokerage. Absolutely. And I love that you have seen that many opportunities here. You can be duly licensed in different states with eXp. And uh, it's just incredible. The the opportunities with eXp are endless. And before we dive into all the benefits of being an icon agent, Javier, you're very busy. Obviously, you've got some high production. So at the end of the day, how do you take care of yourself? How do you make sure that you are chasing your version of a work-life balance? That's a very good question. You know, I I have been lucky here in the Houston area that agents from West Houston, I I don't care who they, where they hold their license. I don't ever ask them, hey, I'm not going to help you because you're with so-and-so firm. You know, I've been lucky that they call me and I sit down with them and I give them guidance. And one of the things that I always see is that there is no balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, for me, every morning, Monday through Friday, every morning is, I have to find new clients. I have to find new clients. I have appointments early in the morning, mid-morning, lunch appointments, mid, uh, early afternoon appointments. But, but after 3.30, I'm usually done. Now, if, if, if you are coming from out of town like this coming week and I have some relocation buyers coming, I have to, they're, they're my priority. So. I, that, you know, I will, I will start with them from the day when the day starts to the day it ends, right? But on a normal day, I take care of myself. You know, I, I 3.30, I finished. I take my 4.30 CrossFit class, 6 p.m. boxing class, and then I come home. And I, you know, and I, you know, uh, have a glass of wine with my wife, have dinner with my family, and move on. You have to have that balance. The problem that I see with a lot of agents is that they don't know how to balance it. They think that they leave the most important things on the end and uh, um, they're doing, their schedule is, just doesn't make them successful if they don't know how to balance it. So I think balancing, you know, I, I close, I mean, I don't want to say, but we are, we, we close a lot of homes on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis. And uh, people ask me, how come you still get time to do the things that you want? Because I, manage my time wisely. And I think that's something that we need to teach other agents out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Time blocking, learning how to say no, taking care of yourself. Um, Javier, I was mostly impressed that you do CrossFit and boxing all on the same day or do yeah. alternate days. Yes, I actually do Monday through Thursday, I do CrossFit. And then mon- uh, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, I do back-to-back CrossFit and boxing. Yes. I do CrossFit and some of the days I can't even put myself in the car after a workout. So let alone go to boxing. So good for you. Well, you know, I, I tell you, and I'll tell you, since we're talking about CrossFit, mm-hmm. uh, 2011 is when I started doing CrossFit. 
which uh, August 2011, and uh, it, you know, it changed my life. It changed my life in so many ways because I not only um, don't get me wrong, I love tacos. Everyone who knows me, they know that I eat tacos. But let me tell you, tacos are healthier than crystal meth, right? True. Healthier than a hamburger, fries. So you know, you you can eat tacos, and yes, they're greasy or something, but that one makes it good. But um, but the reason that I do all these workouts is because I want to be able to enjoy the food that I love. You know, I love red wine and I have to have a glass of red wine. If I don't do what I do, you know, my waist will start expanding. And I don't want that. I want to be able to keep up with my kids, my, my grandkids and, uh, you know, be able to do the, what I'm doing right now, 30, 40 years from now. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Well, good work, Javier. That's an awesome work-life balance, great commitment. And uh, I like you made a good point that tacos are healthier than crystal meth. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to forget that one. <laughs> uh -huh. So whenever somebody tells you, why are you going to eat tacos? Yeah, they're healthy than crystal meth. Yeah. <laughs> we're healthy. We're healthy. Um, uh -huh. Javier, let's talk a little bit about the Icon Award. Yep. So in your market, about how many houses did you have to sell to hit your Icon? In my market, I... If I'm not mistaken, you know, especially this year, price changed from my first year. When I joined in 2019, uh, June 2019, I made Icon by, I will say, late November. Okay. Back then, the prices were, you know, the prices have gone up drastically. But if I sell 12 to 13 homes, I get to the point where I met my um, cap which is the 16,000 and then closing 25 more homes after that, it takes me, uh, I will say four to five months um, just to get, you know, to the icon status. But uh, um, like this year, for instance, my, my, my year will start again on July 1st. That's my, my, that's my date. If everything goes planned, I will say by the end of September, I should reach out the icon status again. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. And, um, you know, when it comes to iconing, there's so much more than just production and numbers. You have to actually give back to EXP in a cultural way, you know, whether that's right. mentoring, coaching, speaking, teaching. So what avenue did you take in EXP world to give back? I have um, mentoring. Okay. Mentoring is one of those that, you know, I, I love to teach others on the basic things that they need to be doing. I always tell any agent because I, in my team, I have a large group of new agents and I always tell them that to be successful is not up to me, it's up to you, right? So if you, but if I don't give them the tools that they need to be successful, then it's on me. So it is my job to teach them the basics, not just about contracts or about a listing presentation or how to create a CMA. If I don't teach him how to fish, they will starve to death because, you know, like the same, you know, what it says, you know, I can give you a fish and you eat for the day, or I can teach you how to fish and you can eat for a lifetime. So my goal is to every single one of my agents, I, you know, like any other team, they say, oh, you feed them. Well, I do certain agents, but most of my agents, I teach them how to become successful. And for me, that's more enough that make to make me feel good. I always say that when I die, I don't want to leave a, a, a piece of marble that says Javier Tello 
born this year, died this year. I want to leave something else behind. And if I can make a difference on one, two, three people, three agents, then um, I, I, I think they will, they, they won't even think about what I did for them. But if they once in a while, they, my name comes up on their thoughts, that's all I need. I love that. Leaving a legacy, um, even if it's only with a few people, it's still a legacy, a legend. And I, I like that a lot, Javier. Yeah. And then um, when it comes to iconing, you get a lot of cool benefits, right? So you get paid basically to go to eXpCon mm -hmm. shareholders. You get your cat back mm -hmm. in stock. Uh, you get a nice shiny glass trophy. So what has been your favorite part of winning the icon award? Like what makes you say, man, like I really got an icon again next year and then you're not top of that. And, you know, gets you amped up about being an icon agent. Well, I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, I heard these um, in the past and, uh, and I always say, you know, every time that we get, um, a, a new buyer, right? Let's say, Yana, you're my buyer. And you said, I, I don't know if I want to buy or lease, right? So I said, well, why, why, why lease, right? Buy so you can get the benefits of tax write-outs and, you know, and, uh, you know, all the benefits that comes up being a homeowner. Um, I, as I mentioned earlier, I spent so many years under the Remax umbrella and the, when I left, because I did not fulfill the contract that I had in, in writing, it cost me money. When I decided that, hey, I, I, I need to leave. This is not for me anymore. I have to pay a penalty, which I, I get it. It's, it that's, I, I signed that contract and I agreed to that. So after almost 20 years, when I left, I left with negative numbers, meaning that I have to pay them. Then I came in up in my own office and um, I did not make money. It cost me money, it cost me time. So when I decided to leave, Again, I left with a negative number, meaning that, hey, it is what it is, it's life, right? We learn more from our defeats than we learn from our winnings, right? So at EXP, you asked to answer your question, I give EXP $16,000 a year, that's my cap, but when I icon, I get that money back. Mm -hmm. So even if I live today, I'm even, right? Plus, I live with stocks that are mine after when that once they mature, right? So, I mean, it, it was an easy, easy decision for me to make that I can either still renting at the other firms, or I can get the benefits of owning something that we do at ESP. So, I mean, it was just night and day. Now, let me now since you asked me that, there's one thing that I. Somebody asked me not long ago about what is it that I don't like about ESP? You know, I and, and don't get me wrong, I have attracted people into the company and I reap the benefits. I like what I see every 22nd of the month, what is deposited on my, on my bank account. I like that. But one of the things that I think is I don't agree and disagree with a lot of people, people who hear this may, may not be happy with me, but I think that the recruiting part ESP needs to do something about the recruiting part where a lot of agents have been recruited with the idea that they're going to make money recruiting mm -hmm. and they don't sell homes. And they are the ones putting our company's name in a bad place because they, they don't sell homes. They sold with the idea, oh, you're going to make this much money on a monthly basis and you just bring Jana, but they have nothing to offer and they have no idea. And that's one of the things that in my, again, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I, 
I'm a shareholder in this company. I have a vote. But if I were to be running the show, say, you know what? Unless you reach certain production, you're not allowed to recruit. Like in my team, I have my teammates. I said, you want to be part of my team? The last thing I want to see you is recruiting. Mm -hmm. I, I want you to sell homes. We're in the business of selling homes first. Once you are self-reliable that you can sustain your family and you can do whatever you want with your family with your commission checks, then you attract people. Yeah, yes, I like the word attraction. Most of us, don't, we don't do attraction. We do recruiting and then we leave them on their own. Again, that's my saying. That's the only thing that I have to say about ESP. No, that's that's a really good point that you've made there. Also, if you come over to EXP, that's the beauty of it, right? You told your team, you know, I don't want you recruiting until this number. But really, if they never wanted to recruit in their entire life, they love recruiting, they don't have to. Yeah, that's right. That's one of the beautiful things about EXP. Absolutely. And, Javier, I'm going to put you in a scenario now, okay? Mm -hmm. So say that you got me over on your team. I just got my real estate license. I'm so new. I've not even written or seen an offer letter yet. I don't know what's going on, but I passed my real estate exam and I'm with you now. I'm with EXP and you and I sit down to talk about some goals and I look you in the eyes and I say, Javier, it's my first year, but I want an icon this year. Okay. Is that something that's obtainable? What kind of, uh, I had an icon refer to it as a come to Jesus talk would you have with me to set some realistic expectations, goals? Um, you know, where do I need to even start if that's something I want to reach for? Is it possible? Just let's talk about it. You know, that's a good question. And I'm not going to mention her name, but um, she came to me about a year ago. And I'm, we've been friends for a long time. And uh, she came to me and said, Javier, I want to get my license. And she was interviewing me, interviewing other people. And of course, I knew she was going to come with me because I'm fucking the best. Shit, I'm, I'm one of the best. So um, so she came to me and um, this is, let's say it's you. I'll say, Jenna, I want you to do this. It's what I said, because she's got four kids, all young. And I want you to have in your head, I want you to stick in your head that you will be selling homes. And after that, go take care of your kids. And she's like, she was like, what do you mean? I want you to have the vision of what you want and don't ask how. Don't ask how and be willing to work and do the work, you know? Because the problem that I see now, yes, you can make icon the first year. She made, you know, she made it. Although she's part of the team, she can get icon, right? But she closed so many transactions in less than a year that she's she's successful and she will be successful but you have to do the work you know uh i'm hoping that if like in my team we have a system of 90 days and then a 10 month after the 90 days you know that things that you have to do most of the things are repetitive but they're essential to become who you are Right. Let's put it this way. I tell you, you are. You, I'm talking with you. And I said, yeah, yes, you can make icon, but you know, this is. Let's pretend this. Let's create this scenario in your head. You came home last night. You park in your garage. I hope you have a garage. You shut the door. Then you're ready to come out next morning. And at three, think of any three. Okay. You know, large, small, any three. Overnight, a tree grew. 
behind your car in front of your garage door. When you rolled your window, uh, your uh, garage door off, you said, the hell? Yeah. How did this happen, right? And, and you don't know what to do. You're stuck because you came into real estate in life, you're stuck in life, right? And I, and I tell you, Jenna, this is what I want you to do. I grab an ax, grab an ax and whack that tree five times, not four, not six, five times every morning from eight to 10. Mm -hmm. All you gotta do, just walk it five times. You can do it from at the beginning of the morning from eight to eight or five and then go and do something else. But that's what I want you to do this constantly. Eventually, what's going to happen to that tree? It's going to fall down. Go away. Quit growing. No, right? But in the meantime, mm -hmm. you created a habit. Mm -hmm. You created a discipline of doing something every morning from 8 to 10. And if you follow that discipline that we give you, like at least in my team, then you will make icon. Good because you know, the secret of being successful is creating adopting one habit, one discipline, and doing it every day for a week, for a month, for a year, and for the rest of your life. That's the secret of success. You know, but most of us don't want, we don't want to do it because we we feel comfortable mm -hmm. doing what we should be doing, and we do it whenever we want to do it, not when we have to do it. And I see agents who they claim to be successful, and I chat with them and I asked them how many home did you sell last year or have you sold this year so far oh 10 12 oh that's awesome would you like to sell more homes of course but you know I'm, I'm I don't know how to because you've been doing the wrong thing all this time you know if you don't I always said if you don't sell and, and there's not a number for you to become successful a number of homes that you have to sell to be successful mm -hmm. there's such a number because some people are happy selling 12 homes i know that in my case i have i mean I, I i don't have a number when i started the year i don't know how many homes i'm going to sell but i end up selling over 100 homes on a yearly basis because i have a discipline of things that i need to be doing but yes you can make icon in one year as long as you work mm -hmm. and do the thing that you should be doing on a daily basis yeah. You just got to set those goals and create good habits. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the key. It's a good point. That's great advice, Javier. Thank you for that. Oh, and um, additionally, this will be my last question as we're coming up on 30 minutes here. It's been an awesome, awesome episode. Um, but were you ever skeptical of coming over to EXP? Were you ever on the fence about it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So to somebody that may be watching right now and they see the greener grass and they see the stock options and the rev share and everybody's loving it over here. The big players are over here, you know, um, success leaves breadcrumbs. They're seeing everybody doing a good job over here, but they hear the things in the industry like, okay, you know, EXP is a pyramid scheme. It's a cult. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. So to anybody watching right now that may be in that position and on that fence, you know, what would you have to say to them about making the jump to EXP? Well, I, I think that, you know, it's a big difference from three years ago to, to now, because three years ago, it was new. And when it was planted on my, that seed was planted on my head, I, I didn't know about ESP. I, I never heard about ESP. The name sounded stupid. You know, ESP, what the hell is that? You know, Raymax sounded better. My company sounded better. 
Even KW sounded better than EXP or what the hell it stands for, right? Now, three years later, or, you know, and there's a little bad talk about EXP, but oh, it's a, like you said, it's a pyramid scheme and blah, 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 and everything. And I get it. I get it. But this is, this is the only advice of how I can approach something like this is that m- most people, most successful people, I say that, most successful people, when they make a decision, they make a decision in a snap. Mm-hmm. And if eventually, if they have to make changes in that decision, they will make them. But the most unsuccessful people, they're still thinking about it. And if, I always, I always say that life is like a mirror, right? It reflects back at you what you feel. Know what you say, because, you know, like I, at the same time, I always say that um, um, daily affirmations and, oh, you know, oh, today's a great day or whatever, it's, it's, it's all full of shit, right? It won't do anything for you because most people just say it from the mat outwards, but they don't feel it. I always say life is like a mirror. It reflects back at you what you feel. If you are afraid to make the jump to EXP, because somebody said that hey, it's a pyramid scheme or they're just recruiting, you know, this is when people pay attention to other people. But if you talk to yourself, Jana, I always say, you talk to Jana, the one that you know, know that I'm talking, that I know here, the one that you know, and if you want to be better, you have to take a risk, right. you know? But, but again, you know, we're so used to listening to you know, your mom, your spouse, your boyfriend, your, you know, and, and, and most people who are not coming to USP, there's, you know, whatever company they are, they're spending time with another loser that they don't close homes and they support each other and they drink the Kool-Aid from their company and uh, or whatever the worker may say. But if they were to see where the numbers are, you know, at ESP, almost on every market nationwide, the top producers are coming to this company. That's what they need to see. Why is it that they are going there? And we, we the losers, that we only close 10, 12 a month, a year, we're still here. You know, those are the things that people need to think about and do their own research. Like I did. You know, I was skeptical. I did my research for almost six, seven months. And Jimmy Franklin kept calling me and he was a pain on the ass. He was calling me on a daily basis, connecting me with people and Andrew calling me and meeting with me. And I, I just didn't want to answer their phone anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm here. So I think it's, 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 it's the misconception of the company. We just, it's up to us to bring the good of the company out there uh, and, and make everybody understand that this is a great opportunity. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Javier, I think it's been an awesome episode with you today. I've learned so much from you. Is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with as we wrap it up today before our next spinoff episode in Nashville? Oh, my goodness. I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> well, the, only, the only thing is that, that, that I will, before we leave, is well, I want to thank you for giving me the chance to come be with you and meet you. And yes, I'll, I'll reach out in Nashville. But uh, I think that, you know, if, you know, I'm not religious by any means, but the Bible says that God said, you have a vision, I'll show you the direction. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that I want that, that I want to leave in for everyone who get to hear this is that have a vision, don't ask how, 
let either God, the universe, life, however you want to call it, once you know what you want, you know your why are you doing this, things will come to you. Everything will come to you, but you got to feel it, mm -hmm. right? And stop reading affirmations on a daily basis. Start, you know, stop that, start feeling it, and you'll be successful. Yana, thank you so much. Javier, thank you. And uh, we will be talking to you soon. Absolutely. Sayonara. Bye. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.